45% of the people in 9 to 5 job, those jobs will be gone in next 10 years. 9 to 5 job has seen tremendous shift. All the functional jobs like data entry, you know, operational things, financing, HR, they are going to have a tough time when the automation becomes very prominent. Welcome to Intensify Humanity podcast. We bring the stories of ordinary human beings with extraordinary journeys. They have been grinded through life in terms of extreme challenges, guilt, shame, and things people cannot even imagine. All because they made a choice or decision in life. They are literally not just inspiring, but intensifying humanity through unconventional ways to such an extent that other human beings are inspired and pushed to live to their highest potential in life. I, Sundata Sarkar, your host today, will bring about the story of one such human being. I hope you find this episode inspirational. Spending childhood in a place surrounded by uneducated people involved in drugs and all sorts of bad habits, staying in a small home with hardly any fan for cooling during the summer, getting humiliated for typical vernacular English accent in the job to fighting to marry the love of his life from a different religion. This human being is redefining life in the most unconventional way, challenging the belief system, challenging the regular norms of the society, especially by helping numerous people to build their life, business and freedom around their passion. With a proven record of achieving the success in the shortest span of time with his new, fresh and strategic ideas, Dev Gadvi is not just helping but also intensifying humanity to such an extent that people from all over the world have seen tremendous results from his actionable best-selling book, 80% Mindset, 20% Skills. Welcome Dev to Intensify Humanity podcast. Thank you for accepting the request. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Most welcome. Okay, so let me ask you the first question, Dev. You call yourself a passion preneur mentor. What does that mean? Wow. So, passion preneur is somebody is the you know, somebody who has got a passion, and he or she has built the business around it. That is a passion preneur. I know this is a very alien term to many people. When I coined it, a lot of people did not know. Now the awareness is becoming better. So that is passion preneur and mentor is someone who handholds people, guides people, help them to implement things. So I became a passion preneur first by building my business around passion. And then I started to help people as a mentor to build their business around passion. So that is passion preneur mentor. Then what is the difference between entrepreneur and a passion preneur? Yeah, so entrepreneur basically is someone who may or may not be passionate about their business. Like he or she may or may not be passionate about whatever the product they're selling, their clients, whatever they're doing, they may or may not be passionate. But passionpreneur has to be absolute 100% passionate about what he or she has chosen to do. That is the basic difference. Now, there may be entrepreneurs who are passionate about what they're doing. But in passionpreneur, people are purely, purely passionate about what they're doing. 
and they've been chosen to build a business around it. So there's no point where, you know, they cannot be a passion printer without a passion. So that is the big difference between an entrepreneur and a passion printer. And entrepreneurship is also a traditional term, which is coined basically, basically for brick and mortar businesses and um, other type of businesses. So it's very generic and uh, not very specific towards passion. But the passion printer is very specific towards passion. Did you always have this dream of becoming a passion printer at the beginning of your career? <laughs> you won't believe this. Um, one of my mentee asked me the same question and uh, he's like, his name is Naz and Naz is like, they said, did you always wanted to become an entrepreneur? I was like, actually, no, I never wanted to become a passion printer. Uh, forget about passion printer. I did not even know the term at that time. Only thing I knew was the only two type of people. One people go to nine to five, the others who have their own business and they used to, you know, my friend used to tell me, you are a Gujarati and Gujaratis are known for business, you know, being a businessman. I said, you know what? No, I'm not that kind of Gujarati. I'm just a nine to five kind of Gujarati. But after 13 years of being a nine to five, I had a realization that there is something missing in my life and I have to find that missing link and do something about it. So I embarked on this journey of being a passion printer without even knowing what this term is all about, how to start a business, how to build a business. All I had is an intention to impact others and help others to come out of the mediocre thought process. That was the mediocre mindset which I was suffering from and I just wanted to purely help others. And as I moved into the realm of passion and I started helping people, doors just started to open up and uh, one thing led to another and I became a passion printer. So no, I was never someone who was inspired to become a passion printer or even an entrepreneur right from the beginning. It just hit me after 13 years of being in career. So my next question to you is based on your social media data. Uh, you have written your bio as truck driver's son to becoming India's first passion printer mentor. Why mm -hmm. such a tagline? And is it to gain more sympathy or to inspire? Okay. Well, um, recently there have been some sarcasm, some comments on um, this tagline. But the tagline was used because I wanted to tell my story. And um, I know that the most powerful thing that anybody has is their own story. And everybody's story is unique. And everybody's story is powerful. It is just that people don't own it and don't share it with others. So I was thinking, I want to share my story with people and somebody who is a stranger, if somebody sees my profile, visits my profile for the first time, they should understand the gist of who Dave Gadvi really is. So this is where, you know, I position myself as, of course, I'm a truck driver's son. So as I have no shame, I'm very proud of what my father did. And I said, okay, how about me? Initially, I tried a lot of things, right? I tried being an entrepreneur. I tried being sales coach. I tried being motivational speaker, business coach, and then a passion printer, then a passion printer mentor. So this evolved. And eventually, I reached, you know what? I think I need to tell my story in one line. Then I said, okay, from a truck driver's son to India's first passion printer mentor. So I basically want to connect with my tribe. And there's no best way of connecting with your tribe by sharing your story. 
Now, I may not have one hour or one day or one year with them. How can I build an instant connect with them so that they become my tribe and we do wonderful things together to change people's life? And that is where this line was born. Now, a lot of people take it otherwise and they don't follow me because they think that I'm boasting about something or I'm, I'm demeaning my father's career or, or profession, but it's absolutely not. And I'm actually happy when I actually uh, detract people and push away people and, and people just unfollow me because of the one tagline, because I know they are the close-minded people. They don't even really want to know who Dave Gadby is through his story. So it's good for them that they save their time. Good for me that I save my time and I only attract people who really want to hear my story and want to get inspiration, want to transform their lives. And that is the whole reason of behind coming up with this tagline to tell my story and attract my tribe and lose the people who are not uh, like-minded. So basically, in short, you want to inspire people with this, your real story. Yes, yes. I want to, I want to start with the inspiration. But ultimately, I want to transform them. But, you know, I cannot transform them once they're not inspired by my story. So, yes, to begin with, inspire them and then transform them ultimately. That's beautiful. That's profound. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my next question is regarding uh, many of your videos and posts that you have put out in YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. So you always talk about quitting nine to five rat race. Are you a person against 9 to 5 jobs or do you hate the people going uh, to jobs? <laughs> well, I, I get this question a lot and I'm glad you're asking this. Uh, do I hate them? Answer is absolutely not. How can I hate them? Because I was one of them. But what I really hate is the 9 to 5 thought process. When I say 9 to 5 thought process, it's different than the profession. Nine to five is a profession which brings food to the table. And are there people who are happy with living nine to five? Absolutely, yes. And I'm really happy for them. I am against thought process of nine to five is the only way to live and survive and feed the family. Moment this question comes, moment this thought process comes that, hey, nine to five is the only way. And again, just for survival, absolutely against that reason why is because we have a life which is which has been given to very few people like what are the odds of being a human being right one in millions or maybe billions and out of that what are the odds of you being happy in doing what you love doing odds are very less because most of the people they just follow nine to five blindly without even knowing what their true potential is what they're truly passionate about and what they truly love doing, they are in fear of, you know, what if I lose my job? How will I survive? How will I live? I'm against that thought process. Why to continue doing what you don't like doing, knowing that you're going to spend probably one third or more than one third of your life doing it. So one third of your life is going and doing things which you probably not passionate about just for survival. One third of your life you're spending and sleeping. One third of your life is you're spending in the other um, things, operational things like, you know, taking bath, having food, traveling, sleep, you know, doing other things, getting ready and all that thing. You have one third of your life which you're dedicating to nine to five, 
which you're not even passionate about. And you still continue doing this, knowing, you know, thinking that there are no options outside. So I'm against that kind of thought process. I have seen both lives. I've seen nine to five, and I've seen the life which is full of freedom, full of Sundays, which I call six Sundays a week. I want to inspire people to come out of their nine to five thought process of thinking that nine to five is the only way to live and help them to experience what I've experienced, which is to live the life full of passion, full of time, full of freedom, and full of joy and fulfillment. That is what I'm against. I still love people who are in nine to five, but I still feel pity and bad for people who think nine to five is the only way. Now, if you go to see the statistics service now, and a lot of people say, you know, so do you, Dave, do you think that everybody's unhappy nine to five? No, it is absolutely absurd. What I know is there is a fact, there are statistics, there's some data like Gallup survey, which says that 70 to 80% of people in the job are not happy doing what they're doing. Then why do people hesitate to try new things, which is beyond nine to five? I'm not asking to, you know, asking people to, you know what, just go ahead and quit the job tomorrow and, and struggle, don't have money, not able to try to provide for the family, but still follow the passion. That pa passion will become poison. What I'm saying is you have more time in doing what you can do beyond nine to five. So why not try and test things which you're really passionate about beyond eight hours or nine hours that you're spending and see for yourself how do you feel? That's exactly what I did for two years, and I felt really good. I made money, and hence I made a switch when I, my income from the passion was surpassing my minimum survival amount. So I'm against people who think nine to five is the only way to live and survive. I'm against the people who are just in the survival mode. I want to give them the opportunity to feel what it feels like to live a fulfilled life, to feel what I feel living passion every single day and make money and have good health and have a great family time. Wow, that was profound because you spoke about mindset and thought process that you're mm. against, right? Yes. So, Dave, do you really think people will lose their jobs in the upcoming years? If you ask me, yes. 45% of the people in 9 to 5 job those jobs will be gone in next 10 years. Now, I'm not saying this. This is the survey done by the Oxford University. Even if you ignore that statistic, practically if you see, nine to five job has seen tremendous shift. All the functional jobs like data entry, you know, operational things, financing, HR, they are going to have a tough time when the automation becomes very prominent. AI becomes prominent. Internet of Things becomes prominent. Integrated world, you know, we are living in. When that becomes very prominent, all the functional jobs will be cut out. Now, people at that time will have two choices, either to evolve or to dissolve. Let me give you an example. I know you are an avid traveler, right? Yes. When you're traveling, what is the kind of budget that you travel with now? Like, I know you took a trip to Sri Lanka. I read your blog as well. How much was your budget? What, what, how many days did you travel and how much money did you spend? 
So it was around seven days and Indian rupees, it was 20,000 inclusive everything. Wow. Can you believe it? Did you did you go to a travel agent? No, it was everything is based on internet. Wow. So what you're saying is you spend 20,000, which is very, very cost effective. You spend seven whole days in an international location, yet there was no human interaction in terms of booking and planning and traveling, right? You did True. everything online. Yeah. Imagine this 10 years ago. This was not possible because sites like Couchsurfing and travel sites and booking your flights was not that prominent on website. What does that tell us? The travel industry has gone through a major shift and it has been it is in crux because people like you who have the wish to travel international location who want to do it in a cost-effective manner, you can do it on your own without anybody like a travel agent coming into picture. So what has happened to travel agent? Their job has been disappeared. So people working in nine to five, or even for that matter of fact, even if you have a business in travel agency, your business has been painful. Now, same thing is going to happen to all the other functional jobs. People who are banking on their big degrees, people who think that, I will become an engineer, I'm an MBA, and I'm doing my job and managing businesses for somebody else. They all are going to be wiped away. Now, it is the time that you grow beyond the functional jobs and you think of acquiring new skills which cannot be replaced by robots or automation, like your creativity, your ability to have empathy for others, your human skills, right? Your leadership skills. These are the skills that will be highly required in future. So to answer your question, yes, there will be millions and millions of people who will be losing their jobs. People will not listen to me right now. People will not believe me right now. But guess what? Robots, AIs, and automation, integration, everything will be replacing the functional jobs. And a lot of people will open their eyes and adopt new ways. And 90% of them they will really, really struggle. Like, you know, for example, robotic surgery, even professionals like professionals like doctors, they will be in painful situation when the robotic surgery is becoming prevalent because one doctor would be able to do many surgeries sitting far, far across, seven seas across through robots and online, just guiding the robot to do what he or she was supposed to do. So when that happens, what will happen is the demand for the doctors, physical doctors will reduce. And when the demand reduces, the, the supply is high, what will happen? They will earn very, very low and there'll be tough competition. But guess what? Nobody's thinking about it. Doctors are thinking that, you know, they're still going to earn the same money. The same incident happened when, in California and I think, I don't know, in 80s or 90s, where the plastic surgeons were uh, the highest paid. Everybody that time was a trend to become a plastic surgeon. So what happened? The supply increase of a plastic surgeon and plastic surgeon was no longer the lucrative profession. It has become very common. So same way, if the doctors are not spared, how do you think the functional jobs of data entry would be spared? So it's high time for people to open their eyes and realize these things. Wow, that was a lot of clarity. I'm sure people who are wanting to switch from job to something else, they will have this kind of clarity, the listeners who are listening to this. My next question to you, Dave, it's, you have been invited for so many speaking engagements and you have been saying that uh, you are one of the top highest paid 
influencers in India. How did you know that? You have any statistics with you? <laughs> Again, this is one of the most controversial questions. See, I'm the guy who actually very transparent, very open, and I have claims which are backed up with things which I know for sure. Now, if you ask me, is it based on the survey? I don't have the numbers and statistics and data to support it. But I know today all the you know major speakers in India how much are they charging? They're charging three lakhs, four lakhs, maybe five lakhs maximum for maybe an hour or two hours of engagement. When you look at that, I have charged 3.5 lakh for a couple of hours of speaking engagement. If you consider that as the highest paid bracket, charging 3.5 lakh to 5 lakh, I am in that bracket and I could do that within two years. So based on that experience, based on the knowledge of the industry and based on the what professional people like in speaking engagement that they're, they're getting paid i can clearly say i am one of the leading highest paid influencer in india purely based on the number of hours i spend in uh, speaking engagement and the kind of money that i make i don't have numbers to statistically prove it but definitely i'm one of those top speakers through my internal sources that i know so it is basically on the real examples that other speakers are charging based on the number of hours you have said that 100% and i have uh, you know some people from the service providers who actually look for the speakers and they supply it to the main big companies um, they came across and they told me that this is the industry rate and this are the highest rates and i was in among the highest rates so there were some of the celebrities that were you know they they spoke like leander pace spoke at the same event that i spoke so when you see those top notches speaking at those stages, and I know the range that they're charging for one, two hours, it gives me confidence to go ahead and claim that I am also one of those uh, highest paid influencer because it's coming from the real industry uh, people who are bringing those big celebrities. Okay, okay, got it. So uh, it has been seen that you share so many details about yourself, be it in your seminar, workshops, uh, videos, everywhere, your earning details, your pay slips and everything. No one in this industry has been so transparent till date. Do you want to prove anything being so transparent to the public? <laughs> well, yes and no. Number one, I don't want to prove anything to anyone. And yes. I want to prove my point that if a guy like me, a truck driver's son who was lost for 13 years in his nine to five career can do it in this two years time, I think you can do it too. So I want to prove it to themselves that you are more capable, you have more potential than what you think. The problem is we are our biggest enemies and biggest hurdles. We believe that we are not worth it. We cannot achieve what others are achieving. So what we do is we become the audience and we let others play the game and we just watch them and clap for them. You know, that oh, they've got it good for you, good for you. You're making a lot of money. You can do it. I know you have potential. You're special. No, I'm not special. You are too special. So I wanted to make a point that if I can do this and I want to share, I want to be very authentic. And I, I understand that people who are in nine to five, they need a lot of push. It's not easy job. It's not an easy task to quit the job and build the business around passion. It is not an easy thing, which requires a lot of conviction. And that conviction comes 
with the proofs that I show them that, look, this is possible. This is possible. And I will do whatever it takes to convince them and prove a point that anybody can do it. I'm not special. I'm just like you. Any ordinary man who thinks beyond the ordinary can achieve extraordinary things. That is what I want to do. And on top of that, I have nothing to hide. And I know no, nobody's going to steal away anything from me. So showing my pay slips or showing even my campaign details, I do not have any insecurities. And, and I realize that people who, are, who believe in themselves, who are true to their mission, they are the least insecure people, people who believe in their mission. So when I'm not insecure, when I know there's money available in abundance, there are opportunities available in abundance, why do I have to hide things? That is the reason why I share this. Like a lot of my mentees came and told me, like, you know, there was one post which I where I shared, you know, hey, I made seven lakhs, eight lakhs uh, in two weeks. I shared the pay you message, the email. A lot of my mentees said, hey, why are you doing this? Like, because it's a taboo to talk about money in our society. And um, I said, why not? You know, if I'm sharing my money to inspire people that, look, if a guy like me can quit the job and make that kind of money, what I was making in like 30 days was taking me, you know, to make 3.5 lakh. If I can do double of that in two weeks, why not? I want to share this to inspire people that you can do that as well. So for that, in fact, I want to share everything that I have. And I know even if I share everything, it's not a straightforward thing to copy and paste what I'm doing. I'm dealing with human beings and I'm transforming their lives. So it's not a straightforward thing. Then, uh, and I'm not trading information for money, nor I'm trading time for money. I'm trading transformation, the results for money, which is difficult. So I have no insecurities when it comes to sharing my deepest secrets. So if you follow my YouTube channel or follow my post, I share all my secrets on how to write a book. I even share my manuscript of my book, which has not even been published. I even share the title of my book way in advance. I don't care. You You can take away my title. There is no dread. There's no shortage of creative ideas. If I can create this title, if I can create this manuscript, I know I can create more. So that confidence of me being able to create new and innovative things, it's power and it's very liberating. And that probably separates me from other people who just try to hold their information very close to their chest and say, no, 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 if I share this, you know, if they know my secrets, they will also make money. But that is exactly the point. I want them to make money. I want them to take my secrets and implement it. And when they start implementing, if they get stuck and if they want my help, I'm more than welcoming them to come back and uh, take my help. But I want them to learn. I want them to take away all my secrets and apply things because there is abundance of everything. So this is the whole reason of me being very transparent and open on social media, sharing everything that I have. That was an eye-opening moment, crashing <laughs> the age-old beliefs. I'm sure many out there who might be thinking and wondering why do you share so many secrets and details have got their answers. Yeah, I remember one of the guy, he's like, Dave, but if I share away this information, then how will I do business? How will I make money? Then I say, you know what? If this is the only information that you have, which is generating you revenue, then guess what, my friend? You are in wrong business. If you're still trading knowledge and information for money, it will just take a few months for you to disappear because knowledge is available for free on YouTube and other places. 
then he understood that you know he probably needs to do better than just sharing the information and today unfortunately that's exactly what is happening in self development industry in india and all over the places people are spending lakhs and lakhs and lakhs at the end what are they getting is information and when they go back home they try to implement things they get stuck they have nobody to call to because they bought information and the people who train them they disappeared they're not approachable you know that's the whole concept of mentorship came in and i only teach my mentees to become a mentor and i tell them don't trade information give away information for free only charge for the transformation that is the real service to mankind and that's the real way of doing business in self development and those are the only people who will thrive so no wonder you know I, again i'm not trying to brag things that i have achieved in last 2 years people in training and coaching business have not achieved in probably decade or two i have had a lot of trainers and coaches struggling to even meet their ends meet and here is the new guy just like me within 2 years making 1 crore which is unheard of it's purely because i focused only on transformation and i don't care of the information you just take an information implement it no problem so i think that's a big shift people need to realize that if they have business which is purely based on information they were actually walking on thin ice wow information for free and transformation for fee so dev your first book 80% mindset 20% skills has received a huge response and is one of the best selling book till now what is the next book you're writing on and what is the message you want to convey through that book mm-hmm. so the title of the second book is six sundays a week life right how to quit your 9 to 5 life and become a passion printer now again a lot of controversial uh, you know things have been raised that how can somebody live six hours a week you know a lot of people say they i quit my job and i work 18 hours a day and you're talking about six sundays a week how can you do that now the first book when i wrote i wrote it based on my real experience i saw a huge shift in my life moment i shifted my thought process and my mindset because we are the byproduct of what we think because thinking drives our action and action decides our outcome and results so i wrote that book it gave me a tremendous uh, shift in my life and it really connected with audience and people and that's why it's got so much love it's you know got more than 150 um genuine reviews on amazon uh, still rating 4.7 stars which is rare for any book um published by an indian author at least and and you know in indian internationally as well it's got review from successful people like dan lock so i'm really glad that my book made a shift in people in the way they think now came a point where with the thought process changing my life changed and i was able to quit my job and build the life that i call six sundays a week now a lot of people have misconception they think that oh six sundays means no work at all lie on the couch go to the beach watch movies and that's it that's not how six sundays week life is the meaning of six sundays is you having the option the choice of doing what you want to do when you want to do how you want to do with whoever you want to do that is the power that is the choice that you have when you're doing these things which you're really passionate about at your own terms you are no longer working you are merely enjoying what you're doing so when you're enjoying what you're doing when work is not work then it's a holiday it's a freedom 
It's a Sunday. That is the concept of living six Sundays a week. Do I work 12 hours, 14 hours in, in weekdays? Yes, I do. Do I do nothing in those some of those days? Yes. I, there are days where I don't do anything. And there are days like today, you know, I, I, I may make a lot of people jealous that I woke up at 11 o'clock. You know, I got up at 10. I said, mm, you know what? I'm not feeling like waking up. Let me sleep again. And I woke up after one hour. I said, wow, what a blessing that I have that I can sleep how much I want, when I want, how I want. That is the freedom that I'm talking about in six Sundays a week book. And when people read that book, they will also realize what it takes to build six Sundays a week. It did not happen overnight. I have to work seven Mondays a week for two years to build my base, to build my um, knowledge, to build my following, to write a book, to build my brand, to build a program. I did a lot of things. I took a lot of chances. I had to take a risk. I was There was times I did not know how to pay my bills and, and I was really worried. I had to go through that process. But if you enjoy that kind of process and if you're truly committed to it towards your passion and your mission, then you truly can have six Sundays a week. And if you are somebody like that who wants to come out of the rat race, who want to follow the passion, who want to follow the mission and want to live six Sundays a week doing what you love doing, then this book is for you. It will not be a motivational book, unlike other books. My first book also was not a motivational book. It's a practical step-by-step guide to change your life. This book is going to take the people to a next level. People who have acquired the right mindset, showing them the path exactly step-by-step on things that they should do and not things that they should not do in order to build six Sundays a week. This book is going to give them the absolute clarity and step-by-step guide. Since you mentioned that people who want to build uh, their business or want to do something uh, around their passion, what would you tell the people who are still in a job and uh, they want to do a business or build something on their own but are not able to leave the job right now or cannot take risk because of different responsibilities? So you have any solution for them? Yeah. So look, I can tell you in short, but if, if, if somebody like that truly wants to learn how to quit the job and build the business or a passion, I actually encourage them to not just learn from me in five minutes or five, you know, maybe 10 minutes or one hour. I want them to spend a few days, few months and few, maybe, you know, maybe a year or so with me to learn and implement things. Um, definitely there are my workshops like quit nine to five and build your business around passion. I have a Passion Printer Summit coming in uh, in August, I encourage them to join this three days where I break it down step by step on how you can do it. Uh, but if I had to give you a short version of that, there are a few checklists, a few things that people should have before they take a leap of faith. And yes, it is a leap of faith when you're quitting your job, but it is a calculated leap of faith. It's not a blind jump without you knowing how the deep water is and how I am jumping from and you know it's not like that it's a calculated leap of faith so what are the things that they need to have number one is they need to have some financial backup the worst situation that you can put yourself in is when you're just trying to follow the passion and when your family is struggling you are struggling to pay the bills when you have the financial pressure what happens is your creative brain shuts down because you are in a survival mode and when you're survival mode no wonder you cannot think of new ideas and you can grow. So have a financial backup. Number two, have an ecosystem which supports you. When I say ecosystem, 
more often I've seen our loved ones are the ones who actually stops us from following our passion. Not out of hate, but out of love, they restrict us. They say, you know what? No, no, no. You know, your your father has done this job. Everybody's done this job. Job is the secure. Job is the safe. And I don't blame them because when they were starting their life, they saw a lot of trouble. They were worried about the next meal. And when they got the opportunity to work and have a stable life in a job, they grabbed it. They That became their world view. That became the reality that, the only way to live and thrive is to have a job. Now the shift has happened, but old generation, they still don't realize um, that there are new avenues which has opened up, which helps people to make money from their even bedroom. They don't even have to step out. For old generation, the work was boring, hard work, but now the young generation, they can do things that they're passionate about, what they love, and there are people to pay them online. So having an ecosystem is important. If your family is not able to understand you, who can you partner with or be with? Who can understand you? They're the like-minded community. So join some programs where you have like other like-minded community. Like my passion printer is the community where people support each other. People understand each other. People push each other to grow. So having an ecosystem also is vital. Number three, having a proper knowledge and a plan is vital, right? You're trying to do something which you have not done it before, if you have a half knowledge, then it's dangerous. Now, the caution is you don't have to be perfect. You have to just be better than others. If you have good knowledge, which is better than others, you can still start your business on a passion and plan and strategy of how you're going to encash it, right? That also has to be there because if you don't have plan and strategy, you will struggle. Fourth is POC, which is proof of concept. When I started my journey of passion printing unknowingly, I just wanted to help people. So I started making videos, blogs, parallel to the job. And then the time came when people started to reach me and say, you know what, Dave, can you do a paid coaching consulting? I said, absolutely, I can. So my proof of concept became people like those. And I started my fees for one-on-one coaching. I charged 3,500 rupees while I was at job. That 3,500 became 26,000 in like few months. Then that became 1.6 lakhs in a few months where I launched my online sales mastery program. This all was parallel to my job. This is proof of concept. And then I wrote my book parallel, you know, while I was working and it became hit and I started making money from there. So proof of concept gave me enough confidence that there is, there is demand in the market. I have something to offer to the world. People are ready to pay me. And that is when I shifted and I built proper strategy and I just implemented it. The last but not the least is if you do not want to go through the pain of ups and downs and figuring things out, Find a mentor who has been there, done it, so that you don't have to go through the same pain that the mentor has gone. Like people say that, oh, business is all about ups and downs, and you have to go through it. Given a choice, why would you want to go through that pain when your mentor has gone through it? Now, now Now, I'm not saying that your pain will be zero when you're starting a business because that's impractical. But to a greater extent, your pain will be reduced and you will be able to get success pretty fast. Like some of my mentees have got breakthrough within five months, six months. They've gone from struggling in their business to making three lakh per month consistently. Jogesh Jain is one of the classic example. Jati Raj Agarwal is there. Amul Karale is there. Rakesh Rana is there. There's so many, right? So having these things in place will ensure that you're able to quit your job. So in short, don't jump off the boat before the other boat is even built. And if you don't know to swim, even if you know how to swim, you will die because 
how long can you just keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming when there's no boat? So these are some of the things, but I highly encourage people to uh, attend my longer workshops to understand everything in detail because half knowledge is the most dangerous one. I'm sure people who are looking out for such kind of solution uh, can relate to this and sure, will find it helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it all, come, it all came from the practical experience. Nobody taught me this. It was me looking back, saying, hey, what are the things that I did which worked for me? And of course, I built my frameworks like Circle of Impact and you know how to become an authority. I have my own blueprint. I created all based on my own experience looking back by connecting dots. I, I struggled, but I don't want others to struggle now. Few minutes back, you mentioned about online summit and uh, your ads and videos are coming out uh, about online passionpreneur summit, uh, where you are claiming that it will change a lot of lives for the better. So even before this comes up, how can you claim that? And what is this online passionpreneur summit? Yeah, so I'm actually known for making big claims and over delivering it. I claimed that this will be the biggest and the best summit that will change many lives. I'm 100% confident because the, the blueprint which I'm sharing with people is tried and tested. It's not just tried by me, but also tried by mentees, and they've seen tremendous results coming out of it. Now, this is a blueprint, only works when you work. And how would I ensure that you would work is not doing things which has been done traditionally, which is traditionally people have just given training and that's about it. After the three days event, I will shortlist people and I'll give them the opportunity to join my Passionpreneur Mastermind Mentorship Program, which is a long form. And it helps people to not only understand things, but help them to implement things. Why would an entrepreneur or a Passionpreneur struggle? Is because when they don't have revenue coming in. Why is the revenue not coming in? Because their pipeline is not strong. The lead, lead generation not strong. Why is the lead generation not strong? Because they don't have the social presence. They're not an authority. They don't have the book. They don't have the content. So we cover all this in detail, starting from helping people to identify their passion. Like a lot of people, when they come, they come up with a blank slate. They have no idea what they're passionate about. So we help people to find their passion. We help them to understand their specific target audience, their micro niche, their story, how to utilize the stories in social media by videos and other form. We also help people on building their programs through workshop, how to encash them, how to build your webinars, how to close people through webinars, everything. So if you go to see, it's a complete one-stop program which goes from helping people to find the passion and to monetize and end cash it. And then of course the advanced level is scaling. This is the only program which I can proudly say, which provides the handholding and one stop solution. Like if you see, there are a lot of people just selling how to run ads, how to fill the room, how to be the coach, but that's a very siloed information. It's a very tiny information. When you're starting a business as an influencer, as a passion printer, you need to learn all these things. People don't even know how to position themselves. People don't even know how to build their, their authority. This is the reason why this blueprint has worked for me. It has worked for my mentees. And there's nothing out of this which can actually come in your way when it comes to building a business. It covers everything, mindset, strategies, implementation. And the beauty of it is it is purely implementation-based, not result-based. And we have multiple touch points 
which are missing in other training programs. Other programs will either be online or just physical. Here, it's a mix of all. We want to make sure that people are supported from all the angles so that they don't give any excuses to themselves for not taking an action. And that's the beauty of the Passionpreneur Mastermind, right? We have weekly sessions, we have online sessions, we have physical monthly sessions, and then we have one-on-one -on -one coachings. When you have so many touch points with one person in a month, and then you have a community, right? Everybody pushes each other. Then there is a no way anybody can fail. The only people who will fail are the people who don't just take action. But we are there to push people to take massive action. So this is why I'm really confident that this three-day online Passion Press Summit will change many lives. And this is going to be one of the biggest events online. We are looking at 10,000 people joining online. And we will be having hundreds and hundreds of them joining Passion Printer Mastermind program, which is unlike anything which is available out there, not only in India, even in abroad. Because a lot of people, a lot of coaches and trainers, they're not ready to take responsibilities for their mentees because it's really painful, right? To sit and review their presentations, review their um, client audience and you know help them build their structure, build a program, build a blueprint, teach them to close. It's really painful. Very few people are invested more in their clients. This is the success of passionpreneurs. And I'm very confident it will change many lives. This sounds really big, this online summit. But how can uh, people attend this? Where and when is this happening? So people can attend this at the comfort of their home. I wanted to make sure that there's no uh, restriction of travel and I wanted to keep it a little cost effective as well and convenient for people and spend more time with them. So I've tried whole day online sessions in the past. All I'm doing is trying that one whole day into three day online and this is unique. So people can comfortably log in from their home. Uh, all they need is a good Wi-Fi network and no distraction. And this will be in August, which is 23rd, 24th, and 25th of August. The best part is it will not be just me who will be teaching them. There will be some subject matter experts, international influencers like Ron Malhotra, Hitesh Ramdasani, and there will be um, you know, book publishing um, head CEO as well, one of the publishers. So they will learn from all the people along with me the practical ways of implementing things. So this is in August and um, it's going to be very cost effective as well. Thank you for sharing the details, Dev. With which one of these you will associate yourself more? Sales expert, mentor or author? Mentor. Why? Because a mentor is someone who is combination of all. It's a combination of a trainer, coach and consultant. Mentor somebody is like a guru, right? It's not just, guru is not restricted to teach people around only one area. Like coach, you know, there are basketball coaches, cricket coaches, health coaches. They're only helping people on, on one area of their lives. And I truly believe if somebody has to live a great life, it's a holy trinity that need, they need to focus on, which is health, family, and business. And as a mentor, I can do this in all the three areas. And if I'm not able to help somebody holistically, I don't think it's still a, it's a true transformation. So being a mentor is what is really important. And do I need to be a sales trainer, sales coach? Yes. Do I need to be an author to you know help people to write a book? Yes. 
But if I become a mentor, I can teach them all that what I've learned. And and mentors are actually rare breeds. Not everybody can be a mentor because you want to. You have to have the practical experience. You have to have achieved all, you know, all the things that you're looking to teach others. And then only the result comes. So I think mentor is something very special um, for me. And um, I do not have somebody physically present with me to handhold me and guide me to be my mentor in all the areas. So I feel that vacuum in my life that I wish I would have had somebody like that. So I don't want anybody else to go through this. So I think mentor is what I am more inclined towards. What is the one most essential daily ritual that you follow every day without fail and why? Uh, Purely has to be savers. It's a concept which I learned from Morning Miracle uh, by Ed Harold book. And I've even written it in my book. Savers is nothing but, you know, S stands for silence, A stands for affirmation, V stands for visualization, E stands for exercise, R stands for reading, and S stands for scribble. So I diligently follow savers every day. Like today morning, when I just got up, I just feel the the gratitude and I feel the happiness of, you know, I just got up. Wow. I look at, you know, I just touch my, you know, legs, my arms, my body, and I say, wow, what a miracle it is to be alive and have a, such a great body. By just following this ritual and writing my mission, vision, goals, like scribbling it by using the affirmations that I am the legend who has transformed one billion lives gives me an unbelievable boost. And then I top it off with visualization that I actually see myself being able to transform one billion lives and being friends with people like Tony Robbins and Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates and more powerful people just gives me a drive and gives me a meaning that I'm doing something which is meaningful. And then followed with the exercise and reading, which for me is listening to a lot of audiobooks. I focus diligently on savers, and I've been doing this for last two to three years. That has really, really made a profound impact on my life. Now, these are very simple things, but actually life's truth is based in this simplicity. It is very difficult to stay disciplined on these things, but if you do, you will have a profound impact. So I am a big believer of this daily ritual called savers. I'm sure you have faced a lot of challenges in your this mentorship or entrepreneurship journey. What is the one biggest challenge till date that you have faced and you still remember it? Okay. Uh, it's a no-brainer. It's a clear incident which I will never forget in my life. Um, before I share the incident, let me, let me tell you. Entrepreneurship is 80% courage. 10% of your skills and 10% luck. 80% courage is because most of the people actually want to, and I, I never said this before. This is the first time probably I'm talking about this in any of the interview, and I'm going to write this in my book as well. Majority of the people, they want a lot of things in life. They have a lot of ambition. But the problem is when it comes to the time to take a leap of faith, even if it is calculated, they chicken out. They don't have the courage. And the fear of unknown kicks in. They're trying to enter into unknown territory, the dark realm. They don't know what's going to be at the end of this dark road. Will there be wild animals? Will there be ghosts? Will there be uh, cliffs? Will there be mountains? Or would it be beautiful garden? They have no idea. And majority of the time, 99% of the time, our brains are wired in such a way that even if there is a possibility of a bright future, which is majority of the time, our brain will point you in a wrong direction and only show you the negative things or bad things that can happen to you. That nobody can teach you. That 80% is in your hand to take 
your guts, your courage. And I know a lot of my mentees did that when they joined my Passion Brainer Mastermind program. They do not have money. They do not know what they're going to receive in the mentorship program. They have the faith, but they took the leap of faith. They had the courage to do so. And then they have to display the courage throughout. It's not only once. Entrepreneurship is about taking the leap of faith and courage. That happened with me in April 2019 when I pulled my courage and I went from making 3.5 lakh per month to making zero per month because I quit my job. And it was in April fourth week I was conducting my session in Gurgaon. I had spent about 80 to 90,000 in sponsoring 60 people. Unfortunately, me being a naive, a new being a newbie, I did not know that whatever number of seats that you approve, not everybody will show up. So guess what? Only 20 people showed up. Straight away, I was depressed. And not depressed, but I was demotivated. That man, I'm spending so much money, but only 20 people came. I was already half gone. Then in the middle of the session, when there was a lunch break, my heart just sank. I remember very clearly going in a corner of the room and literally had tears in my eyes. Now, I'm not the kind of guy who has those emotional moments and I break down very often. I'm a very strong emotionally. Um, not that crying is a sign of weakness, but I feel that I'm, I'm more tougher than a lot of people. But having those tears in my eyes clearly made me realize this was the lowest moment of my life because my life started to flash in front of me. Like my, I, had, I had my family, my, my daughter, my wife. I had to feed my family. I had to provide for my mom. I had a lot of things. I had a lot of dreams. But more importantly, I had like five more similar workshops already lined up. And if people are not believing in my mission, my dream, I don't want to go back to doing things which I'm not passionate about. That was the, the, the fear that I had. But that was the moment which made me who I am today. The second workshop, and I'm really thankful to a very good friend of mine, my mentee, Aniket Salvi, who came for my rescue and who gave me a pep talk and I was able to find my strength in those deepest, darkest, darkest moments. And often I say that you will find your strength at the lowest moment of your life. You will find the breakthrough at the lowest point of your life. And those were my breakthroughs and I realized who I truly am. So I reworked my presentation, I reworked everything in my closing and everything. And the Pune event happened, I think it was on 3rd of May, 2018, and that became super hit. I had a tremendous pressure, but I had only one thing in my mind is how can I add tremendous value to people, these who have come here and see who is interested to learn from me more. So when I gave them the option out of 35 people who again came from the organic post, no ad cost, they all been following me through social media. Uh, when I asked this question, majority of the hands went up and out of them, I chose about six of my mentees. And I, and again, one of mentee, one mentee paying me lakhs gave me the boost of continuing my journey and who I am today. So that was one of the you know, darkest moments of my life. If not a mentor or entrepreneur, then what would Dev Gadvi be? I, I would I would be a human being who would still be helping people in whatever ways I can, whether it's through my Care Nation initiative or being in a job, helping my team to grow in life. Um, I was I was really fortunate to have good people who worked with me, and a lot of them they are in still touch with me. They they tell me that working with you they was the best time of their career. So I probably would be to do more in terms of human beings, whether it's leading a team, managing a team or training a team, I would still be doing that, but I would no, never detach myself from helping people. 
you might have lots of dreams but what is your ultimate dream closest to your heart the ultimate dream is no brainer my my dream is to transform 1 billion lives i want to do something that nobody has done before and i want to be be the one force who has transformed those people um that is the ultimate dream like to me having great things like cars house it's just a byproduct good to have and i i don't even visualize myself having those grand things because i believe my my purpose the god the almighty has sent me with a strong reason which is to impact others lives so my dream is always attached towards how many lives can i impact how many lives can i change so my biggest dream is to transform 1 billion lives but how can the listeners connect to you so i am um, active on social media uh, the primary platform that i follow is linkedin so if people search by my name devgadvi 10x or devgadvi they will be able to follow me there unfortunately i have maxed out my connection but they can definitely follow there i share a lot of my secrets there uh number 2 is they can follow me on youtube again if they search dev gadvi 10x uh they will be able to find my channel uh but the most importantly i advise people is you know why do you want to just learn from my one video or one interview or one podcast why not learn the entire thing that i have um accomplished in last 33 years in a easy way which is to read my book it will give you a step by step process and a guide and it's a very easy book if you hate reading book guess what you will love this book i have written it in a very simple manner i've shared my story i've shared a step by step process that i've gone through so i encourage people to read 80% mindset 20% skills uh, if you truly want to transform your life in an easy manner i enjoyed talking to you dev you have a different perspective about life no doubt and you thrash the norms the beliefs of the societies that has been there for years and i'm sure just like me our listeners would also be enjoying listening to you it is my pleasure i'm really really you know happy that we did this and i'm really thrilled i hope this you know adds value to all your listeners and i wish them all of the best and to you too for doing this amazing work of um spreading the words and helping people selflessly so god bless you thank you thank you so much thank you for tuning into my show that was dev gadvi a human being who is breaking the myths and norms of old thinking ways changing the mindset of people for the better and transforming lives through practical proven ways and intensifying humanity to the best possible extent i hope you found this episode inspirational 